there's an opening, a beautiful opening, and I'm peering into this. And you also do it often, walking a few steps to the inside, and then perhaps retracing and giving up and coming back, not staying for the whole course, which probably is not too much of a walk either. It's just a tendency that we have. Sometimes when we are exasperated and so fed up with all the noise on the outside, we do decide to take those couple of steps, those tentative, unsure steps toward the inside. And we peer down the beautiful, gorgeous darkness, pregnant with so much of light. When we take those two steps, we stop in our tracks and we turn around and we just have this instinct that tells us that we don't have the courage to face ourselves, to look into the brilliant light that we actually are, to see eye to eye and acknowledge the grandness that we are on the inside, waiting like a secret to be revealed. A myth continues to live, that you and I are incomplete, so imperfect, so lacking so much that we continue to live and believe that story on the outside, that story that brings in more grief and more longing and more needing to complete ourselves. And every time we take those two steps on the inside, we're pulled back by the incessant noise and the voices on the outside that are telling us, hey, don't go down there, you won't find nothing. It's just a hollow pit of deep sadness there. And we fear the one inside the inner cave. The one with all the light, all the generosity, all the patience for us to return. And we continue to go back and engage in the outside world, trying to figure out the next goal, the next target, trying to strategize and aspire for the next grand achievement that's going to make us feel more acceptable and more complete. And the world on the outside, the well-wishers, the loved ones, as incomplete and as insatiated as we are, help us raise the bar, they inspire, they motivate in their own innocent way. Keep telling us, come on, do this and you'll feel more complete. Do that and you would have arrived. Achieve this, acquire that. 
make this happen, turn this company around, last this marriage, raise those kids. And you would have arrived. Become the greatest artist of them all. Write some beautiful verses, paint some canvases. Be the greatest singing voice and you would have arrived. And somewhere on those peaks of Mount Success, there's terrible loneliness because then you're staring back inside and asking, what next and what now? The sheer incompleteness in one department or the other continues to linger because it's been programmed into us from our childhood to feel inadequate, to remain incomplete, and yet we continue to heed those equally wounded, incomplete voices that lack the awareness that it's a matter of two steps on the inside. And if we turn around in pure desperation and frustration, giving up on this outside world to complete us and turn around and see there's absolute completeness on the inside. As we wipe clean the lenses of all the murkiness that is deposited because people have been People have been really spitting on these lenses that we view the world through. And we turn around, clear the fog, clear the lenses, and look through the crystal clarity that's available to us suddenly when the noise is not there to pull us back. We've started tuning into an inner music. That's when we see and realize there's infinite beauty, there's absolute completeness and calm and peace and tranquility. There's no urgency to do. All you have to is be. And in the beingness comes the awareness. Suddenly, the secrets are revealed. I had one such beautiful vision yesterday. There was one text that talked about the double helix, the coiling up of the DNA, and those endless beautiful structures that braid life's information. And then the revelation that all of light is but electricity and magnetism braided in the same double helix, that same gorgeous form, like the roots of a tree intertwined, like a beautiful wine climbing up, wrapped around its own beingness, that gorgeous braiding of our thoughts with each other's when we agree 
when our hearts intertwine feelings. All of these thought and feeling energy patterns in the double helix of the DNA and all of light, everything is braided, intertwined, the motions of the planets, the gravitational pull they feel toward each other and their suns and their moons. Everything is a gorgeous braiding of energy and there's that, there's that creator braiding everything all the time into oneness, into one gorgeous design of interdependence, of connection, of being so into each other no wonder love that's the glue this braiding that's bringing us all together all the time is our primal instinct love look at yourselves look at me look at everyone we're looking for love in all our Seeking attention in all our social media posts, in all our clothes, our wardrobes, our work, our rushing to get to some place and something. It's all a craving for love and attention. We're seeking the divine braiding. That's all. That's all there is to it. It's simply the Morse code of life to love and to be loved, the double helix of the DNA started it all and we're just carrying forth the good work, lights a beautiful braiding of probable particles dancing and blinking in and out of existence and so are we because we are blinking in to ask for love and we go back into love. And if the entire complexity of being alive, of, of this whole charade is love, ladies and gentlemen, let's practice. And the first person to love is the one who's been beaten, bruised and broken by too much of the outside critical voices coming in from equally bruised and broken hearts and souls. The healing and the rebraiding begins when we turn around and take two steps and embrace the gorgeous light, the welcoming self on the inside. This warm quarter inside where you and I can sit and reside, meditate upon every little problem, and know that it's going to disappear the moment I know. It's the breeding of love that I'm here to do, here to serve, and here to live. The pure breeding of love. love.